Hello, folks. This is a bonus. This is Novid Hollerback. This is in appreciation for the recent video that Solar Sands did about the Alegria style that we are seeing all over the corporate world today. It is related to what will be the final essay, a written essay done by me. It's related to that. I'm already starting aspects of that essay as we speak. And it's also connected to what we are going to talk about both in part three and in part five. They are both linked together, but aspects of what Solar Sands said is relevant to what we are discussing and overall what we have been trying to explain what is going on in that particular art style, Alegria. Some call it corporate Memphis and other particular aspects of that nature. Most people in the know really call it humans out flat after it moved away or Apple moved away from scudomorphism. By the time Apple's uh, iPhone 8 came around. We're now at the other era at this particular time. Folks, I'm going to let y'all in on a very dangerous secret that people have to understand about this art style, Alegria. Corporate art style is a very interesting look into what our society accepts as artwork and what it doesn't accept as artwork. And what we began to see, especially with the Grubhub video or commercial that Grubhub needed for to succeed is that everybody is starting to get a handle of what is going on. One of the aspects I have begun to realize when it comes to whether it's video games, whether it's all these other things, whether it is computing, whether it's the internet, the whole nine yards of it, is that the people that taught me in computing, networking, how to build the computer, how the computer is done, assembly language, C+, Java, and the rest of it have either retired or are not the same people teaching the pro teaching the aspects of these particular things now. They moved on into very, very exotic, not in a sexual sense, but in a sense that, that it has gone beyond what people can actually handle, basically handle with their limited basis of 
education in the and what they know in in particular when it comes to how they went through school and all the rest of it it has become exotic to the point where they're using a technique of going back into the command line because a lot of them came through Linux, but there is just humongous disconnects between what people are using and what are people using in the back end. Whereas everybody knew back in the day that this was somewhat the similar back end and all the rest of these things. Um, there has been a disconnect when it comes to the way hardware and software are active are used together um there used to be a time where everybody knew what the hardware would do into the letter and so they built the software to connect to it when somebody using the hardware connected to all those other things they usually made some of the most interesting uh products out there in the world some of them knew how to do it better than others, even outside that particular company. So, say with the Commodore 64, with the Atari, with others of that nature. We cannot have, uh, let's use an example, uh, with the video game Jets and Dadster, we cannot have somebody that made from lips, which is based in the 1950s, we cannot have somebody use that particular language, which was basically built in the 1950s for a video game entry anymore in this society because the people that made that particular game for Lisp, which built uh, a lot of the other, uh, 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 which built upon itself, which built upon itself, they don't have the people that can do that type of technology anymore. They cannot have those people to code. That is why we're having problems with Madden. That is why we're having problems with all these other entities. Another thing that's also happened is because a lot of the corporations have sold their souls to, let's say, China. Let's say other particular entities as well that are not in fit with the values of Western society, of freedom, of liberty, of that sort of nature, but are using the same tropes and tripes that have continued to hinder people in that particular sense into where they are. Basically, what we have in our society today, and the reason why Alegria is being used all over the corporate structure is because that corporate structure does not have the support of the populace. We saw it in the recent Super Bowl commercial with Mr. Springsteen and then recently with the dissing of Dolly Parton. Whereas Dolly Parton has the support of most of the audience, whereas Bruce Springsteen has somewhat limited support with the American people. That is something that needs to be understood. Uh, another thing is, is that a lot of the people that were considered to be the, I don't wanna say class clowns, but those that had the, the ear of the populace 
the ears of the disaffected at one time are now a part of the Alegria movement. We can say Eminem is one of them. We can say Lady Gaga was always a part of it. We can say Springsteen is a part of this particular Alegria movement as well. It is this humans of flat, this corporate, uh, this neo-corporate, neo-kitsch era, neo-allegories, neo-kitsch. Uh, you saw the example of it with um, Jimmy Kimmel, which is part of this Alegria movement, this neo-kitsch movement. Neo-kitsch is the acceptance of a feminized worldview in many aspects. Aspects of that feminized worldview is expressed even despite the fact that China had a one-child policy and because of the way their culture was set up way before communism, it was always going to be boys were going to be more accepted than girls. But in the aspects that we now see. China and the way that China sees itself is that they use a corporatized Stalinism, if you want a particular in that in that particular nature, to promote said products both in the United States and in within their borders. Why I say China is that most of these uh, internet companies are getting all of their particulars from China. Most of their entities, the way they work and all of their connections are coming from China. So all of the corporate movements there they need China in order to build themselves up. They no longer see us Americans. They see a different kind of America. They don't even see America at all. One of the things that people have to realize is that, and this is the ultimate reality of the situation, which this is one of the sad conclusions I'm going to repeat episode three, four, and five of these particular works. They started with African-American men. They started with them. Started from slavery, whether people like it or they don't. That's historical fact but they have continued with white men and they have continued with Latino men in certain ways, especially in Central and South America. They have continued this joke with Asian men because it's basically a joke that they're playing. They do not, I just want to give an example and to showcase how dark this has become. 
They do not. Our society, unfortunately, and I do mean this unfortunately, has the elites I have said are breaking away. They're breaking away from us. They're breaking away from American society. They're breaking away from all their societies that made them rich. And they're creating something different. That's what Alegria is. They're creating some form of false joy. So when all this thing, they don't have the techniques and all the rest of it to make an actual person. They only have the techniques to make a facsimile of what a person should be. A child can outclass these artists. But that's immaterial. What Solar Sands showed us, what other people are also showing us, is that the elites are separating from us. And one of the things that is starting to happen, we're seeing it in Nevada, is that they're trying to rebuild the whole company store thing and recalling it into some sort of neo-technical, some sort of nature. We created this idea. These ideas are nothing new. It showcases the stupidity of the midwits that run our society. The managerial class that cannot manage shit and cannot lead anybody out of a paper bag. They just cannot lead anybody out of a paper bag. One of the things that you're seeing is this. But let me get to what I was trying to say with this story. So I saw this post on Twitter. You know I don't use Twitter. You know, I'm just lurking these days because I'm not in the place that I need to be. And things are going to be difficult for a little bit, but everything's going to be fine. It is what it is. I got to survive. We have to. We have no choice. The story goes as follows. I saw this Twitter poster who works for Microsoft in their gaming division, was retweeting a post concerning with somebody who was staring at a woman. Now, would you would think that this is going to be a problem. But in reality, he was staring at the woman trying to draw the female. The woman wasn't naked. The woman wasn't doing anything silly or whatnot. The man wasn't even doing anything silly. He was just drawing on a on his tablet. I think it was a Logi tablet. That's what it was. So after a couple of minutes, he was trying to do it as quick as possible with the techniques he was using. He saw the pity, spoke to the lady, and the lady said, oh, here's the picture of you or there. What do you think about it? Now, the woman who originally made that post said that thing was creepy. 
and that he was being shared with everybody that was on the live stream, let's say a picarito or some sort of nature and whatnot. Notice that he didn't do anything to make her naked. Notice that he didn't do anything to do what the hell have you. He was just drawing the female riding the train. Now, people have done photographs of people done in this. I see it in that sense. Other people thought that was creepy for him to stare her all day while she was drawing an image. We don't know he was a professor in an art school. We don't know all those other details. But it shook and then the woman who retweeted that and posted her comment said it's a little bit creepy for him to do those sorts of things. Then you mean to tell me another guy trying to take a picture and all those other things that we see on CBS Sunday morning when they're doing their little interludes and whatnot, you think that what he does isn't creepy? Well, he's doing it outside the day. Don't, don't, you can explain it away all you wish. It showcases the hell that these people live in, in their minds. That somebody trying to get his craft into a certain place and trying to showcase his craft to other people in a non-sexualized manner is considered creepy. You people are jokes. You people are jokes. It's um it's it's hell to show that, that this guy wasn't even doing flat allegorical work. He was just doing standard beauty work and all the rest of these things. And the unfortunate thing is is that he's being hounded for no fucking reason because he says they said that we're being creepy. It's a joke. It's an absolute joke, but this is what the art style is not just allegria. Now, this is connected to the whole thing called love. It's connected to the whole, to the new religion that Rollo Tomasi was talking about. It's called love. Allegria is the Spanish word for joy. So the art style is called joy. The new religion is called love. Anything that doesn't spark allegria, joy, is meant to be hated on. That's what you see. It's an art style that is connected to the style of the elites. All the Western world is doing is trying to placate the game. All of these women talking about, oh, he was being creepy. They do not belong to their parents. They do not belong to normal society anymore. They have moved away from themselves a modern society. I am going to speak about this in the 
final essay that I will write concerning all these issues together before we move forward. And it is going to be a very devastating essay. It will be posted in other places as well. And it will be a dark one because it has to be stated at that nature on how men are going to survive all the bullshit. Now, I know there are some that say, oh, the alphas and all the rest of these things is all stupid. I get it. I understand. I agree with some of, I agree with the, the criticisms of it. But like Tomasi has said throughout all four of his books, it is a placeholder for behavior. The word is a placeholder for behavior. It's a placeholder for an praxis, an action axiom. What people need to understand, sadly, is that whether it is black women in the hood who tatted themselves up and all the rest of these things, because we're going to get to a point where the statement that he states, Rolo Tomasi states in his many essays and again in his books, she was never yours, it's just your turn becomes prescient because I'm expanding it to something even worse. You're going to hear that on episode part three and part five. But you're going to get a little bit of the little bit of it today. They no longer pray to the God that created all of us, not our generation. They do not like the same things that a lot of their other generations used to like. They spectate on things that have no concern on them. And they call out things they shouldn't be called out upon. They ask questions that are the wrong, that are questions that do not come from their actual hearts or actual minds. They're questions that come from corporations, NGOs, and all the rest of these things. It is not their answer. They, they do not believe in the things that they truly believe. They are walking automatons, physical flesh robots. But they have a mental framework of being a woman. They have, they still have it, even though they don't want to use it, they don't care for it, but they still have a mental framework of it. And the reality of that is this. 80% of women want 20% of men. That's basic. All of those women are not going to get those 20% of men. A lot of them are deeply insecure. 
about a lot of shit. The elites of the world are splitting from the rest of the people that they have made money from. We're seeing it everywhere all across the world. Doesn't matter where. It doesn't matter where and it doesn't matter who it's happening. Whether you accept it or not is immaterial. It's happening. The fact of the matter is this. They're splitting apart. They're splitting away. And for certain men that want to get with the gig in order to solve their problems of reproduction, the reproductive problem, as it were, they have to play with the gig. So the orbiters around these 80% of women, these orbiters all over, even if some might say, oh, I'm not orbiting and all the rest of these things, all the women did this and whatnot, they will continue to chase the best dick. I don't care what it is. It doesn't matter if he's he's 25 or 45 that will continue to chase the best deck. And a lot of them, a lot of these men are moist. A lot of them are moist, but they will play the game of moistness in order to end. And they are connected to these elites, whatever, on side deal or some sort of nature. It does, or... They have to deal with them on a side note. Whereas they have to, in order to eat, they have to listen to what the moist motherfucker has to say, or basically he's homeless. I'm telling you, it doesn't fucking matter in the end of the analysis, especially in the five countries I mentioned, Canada, North, New, uh, New Zealand, Australia, the UK, and the United States. And we can add some parts of, mostly uh, parts of France, uh, Germany, and other places of that nature. Spain, maybe Portugal, what have you. The West, if you want to put it in that simple term. The elites have nothing to worry about yet. You know why they have nothing to worry about? 80% of women will go to the elites. A majority of our generation are already in elite hands. They belong to the elite. Whether people say, old is it, it, no. You cannot make a statement that this man is doing a creepy thing by drawing the woman. Whereas there have been so many men out there who have taken photographs and all the rest of these things, and you don't call them creepy. You're willing to buy their product in a museum, in a other place. 
in a studio and you're willing to buy their photographs. But he's trying to do the same thing the photographers are doing. Not only did they are a part of the elites by saying these actions and saying these thoughts and having these thoughts and all the rest of these things. They're with the elites, folks. It was never your turn because the elites always have infinite coins. It was never your turn. She's not yours. It was always, it was never your turn, especially in our, in the generation of the millennials and the Gen Z and Gen Z and the, and the generations that come after it will be never their turn because the elites have infinite coins to play. They already got them from the day Instagram came online. They already got them. They already got them. It's too late. Myron Gaines had told people that, folks, you're going to have to use Instagram to get these females. So in that particular sense, are they always going to be yours even if you can get them to marry you or they will always go with Alexander Soros and his coterie of mushy-wushy soft boys. Or he is going, or they're going to be friends with the daughter of the President Z of China, who's out there in California being a honeypot. Does anybody know the truth about that? Y'all don't want to hear shit. Y'all don't want to hear shit. OnlyFans got made, made famous. All the rest of them made famous. You know why? Because they belong to the elite. They don't belong to you. Even if you put the ring on her finger. In 10 years, she's going to wonder, why didn't George Soros' son, Alexander, come fuck me? You ain't thinking in that direction. Why didn't him and Odin run a train on me with their cocaine and bullshit? You're not thinking in that direction. They have already taken his dick. You need to think in that direction, folks. They've already taken his dick. If they're willing to say those statements on Twitter about a guy just drawing his stuff to another female. These women who are already complaining about that dude, they already took his and anybody that agrees with the way he thinks about his world, dick. They're not yours to George Soros's girl. They're, they're Alexander Soros's women. They're not yours. They're Hunter Biden's girls. 
they're not yours. Think in that direction. They're not yours. The George Zor, the, the Alexander Soros's uh, uh, girls. They're his yacht good bitches. You didn't know that. Keep playing games. George Soros, uh, uh, Alexander Soros, and Hunter Biden can have the lick, kick, and caboodle of any female on this fucking planet. That speaks that nonsense. I want you to think in that direction, folks. And I want you to understand that every single black woman who is a, that a majority of black women who are millennials who already have four kids with five different men. That, that the majority, that a lot of Asian women live in this country who are second generation live in this country already got a white dude that looked like George that looks like Alexander Soros or Mr. Biden's son or is as moist as don't want to say it's uh, 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 Michael P. Jordan. I don't want to say his name. I don't think he is. I don't want to use him as an example because I think he's a nice guy, maybe, but he's part of the agro pop. He wants inclusion riders. I don't want to use him. I don't even use Bad Bunny either. But he did dress up like a female one time. All of this. They already took each of them dick. You need to think in that direction. All these rappers, especially the one with the diamond on his head, they getting the bitches still. Not yours. Even in marriage, you will never be yours. When are you going to figure this fucking shit out? If they're willing to say some bullshit like this coming out their mouth about a man trying to get his artistry, his own frame of reference, his mental point of origin, his imperial self to better himself. They already calling out for being creepy. Those women belong to Alexander Soros. They never belong to you. You need to figure that out why all of this is happening. They're breaking away from you. They're gone. They, they don't have anything that you want to complement your life. They have nothing. You need to call it out from it and you need to move on. You need to have a respect for the fact that these motherfuckers have won the game from the time they were born. 
They don't even need no game, these men that I have just mentioned. They won! They won and you have already lost! So you need new tactics! That don't mean that you hate all women for what they do. That doesn't mean that. But always having the back of your mind that if George Soros comes in with his coterie of men and he got there and he owns the studios and whatnot and bullshit gonna start happening, you gonna take this? You gonna take ops out? Really? Seriously? You really gonna do that? Okay. You're really gonna go after Michael P. Jordan? Really? Really? I'm trying to tell you these women are gone. They don't give a fuck about you. If George Soros has enough, the only people that can afford all these women, the time and attention, they already have, already have decided that our countries are forfeit. Do you understand what I'm saying? They've already decided from day from the day that Trump took office, our countries are forfeit. Stop being a dumbass. They're not building nothing for you, motherfuckers out here. Get the fuck out of here. How you come up with a, a thing called Alegria Joy, and it's on every fucking thing out there. People are complaining about it, but they don't see the connections between the artwork and the movements that have happened since 2015. They don't see the connection. They don't want us. We just have one simple thought. We know how stupid these motherfuckers are. We know how stupid they are. They just have the money and they have enough moist beta male soy ass motherfuckers out there defending these bitches who don't deserve to be defended for making such stupid statements on Twitter and stupid statements all over life and making stupid decisions that ultimately destroy any chance of anybody's success, including theirs. So they're gonna have to continue to follow the bullshit all the way until they reach the point they're 50 years old, childless, and have nothing to show for it. And then they come up and say, oh, I waited until 42. Now I'm looking for a, a man to satisfy them. And when they look and they find who they have choices of, they don't see George Soros. They were waiting for him since they were, he was 20. They don't see, not George Soros, excuse me, Alexander Soros. They don't see Michael P. Jordan. They don't see none of those motherfuckers out there or a simulacra of that nature. They see the dude that they ran away 15 years ago come back in the form. But he's even more feminized than the last time. And then they wonder where do they fuck up?
They fucked up because they decided to follow the elite. They they with the elites, folks. I'm sorry to tell you. I'm sorry to tell you. Solar Sands has just showed you the game. This shit is bullshit. The 3D artwork that they put out there, which was so... They made a... They spent a hell of a lot of money on this style and put it in 3D. And it was just blobberific. How can you spend all that money and it looks so fucking... It's pretty atrocious. Yes, it looks pretty, but the reactions are atrocious. This is the thing. Now, CGI is starting to become a bit of a problem in America now because the people doing the CGI, they ain't as good as you thought they were. They can't even pick up the trash no more. They can't even pick up the trash no more in certain places in New York. And they're complaining about a dude trying to draw a female non-naked who isn't even naked, saying that he's creepy. What kind of bullshit is this? They gone, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm being honest with y'all. They gone. Thank you for listening. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podcasts Addict, and wherever you get your radio shows. This is Novid Hollaback. We'll be back with part three later on this week, the 14th. It's going to be a doozy, an absolute doozy. See you guys then.